Which way will KCR tilt after 23rd May? Here's his game plan by Aditya Menon. Many parts of India are yet to vote, but parties have already started preparing their strategy for result day, 23rd May. Strangely, the first initiative hasn't been from the BJP or the Congress, but by two Deccan Satraps, Telangana Chief Minister K. Chandrasekhar Rao and Andhra Pradesh Chief Minister N. Chandrababu Naidu. While Naidu's strategy has been clear from the beginning, uniting all anti-BJP forces, it's KCR whose moves are most interesting. Given KCR's muted criticism of Prime Minister Narendra Modi, many had assumed that if the BJP-led NDA falls short by a few seats, his Telangana Rashtra Samiti would come to their rescue. But KCR's recent diplomacy seems to indicate that he is keeping his options open and doesn't rule out a tie-up even with the Congress. Some say he's pitching himself as Deputy Prime Minister. According to a report in the New Indian Express, KCR is said to have communicated his willingness to work with the Congress in a conversation with Karnataka Chief Minister H.D. Kumaraswamy, an ally of the Grand Old Party. Earlier this week, KCR met Chief Minister of Kerala Pinarai Vijayan of the Communist Party of India Marxist, and they are said to have discussed the role of regional parties after the results. The question is, what are KCR's overtures aimed at? The KCR Axis By most estimates, the TRS could win anything between 12 and 16 Lok Sabha seats out of the 17 constituencies in Telangana. In addition to this, All India Majlis Ittihadul Muslimin Chief Asaduddin Ovesi, who is likely to win from Hyderabad, has publicly announced his support for KCR. According to a New Indian Express report, KCR has offered not just the support of the TRS but also that of Jagan Mohan Reddy of Andhra Pradesh. Reddy's party, the YSRCP, is tipped to win a large chunk of the 25 Lok Sabha seats in Andhra Pradesh, ahead of Chandrababu Naidu's TDP. KCR has already promised his support for special status for Andhra Pradesh, a core issue for Reddy. The TRS, YSRCP, AIMIM axis could have close to 30 to 35 Lok Sabha seats between them. In the eventuality of a hung parliament, they could emerge as important players in the non-BJP, non-Congress category along with the Mahagat Bandhan and Mamta Banerjee's Trinamool Congress. Why Bodhi isn't a natural choice? The AIMIM's dislike of the BJP is understandable, but the latter isn't the natural choice for the TRS and the YSRCP as well. There are two elements to this. First, Dalits, Muslims and Christians account for close to 29% of the population in Telangana and around 27% of the population in Andhra Pradesh. These are communities whose dislike for Modi and the BJP is well known. Supporting the Modi government would therefore come at a cost for the TRS and the YSRCP. The TRS would also lose the support of the AIMIM, which has been a steadfast ally in Telangana. Modi is deeply unpopular in the South, particularly in Telangana and Andhra Pradesh. According to the Lokniti CSDS pre-poll survey, the Modi government has a negative satisfaction rating in both these states. Minus 7% in Telangana and minus 5% in Andhra Pradesh. By supporting Modi at the center, the TRS and YSRCP would be taking upon itself the resentment against the BJP. In the long run, this would work to the advantage of their rivals, the Congress and the Telugu Desam, respectively. 
So realistically, what are the options for the KCR access? The options. If there is a hung parliament, the access led by KCR could have three options. First, a federal front backed by the Congress. This would probably be the first choice for the KCR access and this seems to be reflected in his overtures to the Congress. This would involve cobbling together a 1996-style coalition of regional parties and seeking support from the Congress. The other players in such an arrangement could be other non-aligned parties like the Mahagadbandan, the TMC, Biju Janta Dal, AAP, PDP, left parties, AIUDF, as well as Congress allies like DMK, NCP, JMM, National Conference, and even possibly BJP allies like the Janta Dal United and Shiv Sena. A related option is a federal front government backed by the BJP. This could happen in a situation in which the BJP falls short of a majority even with its allies and Narendra Modi, Amit Shah and the RSS feel it, that it is better to back a friendly government led by regional parties than have a hostile central government. Not every regional party would be comfortable forming a coalition with the help of the BJP especially those like SP, RJD, AIMIM and AIUDF that are critically dependent on support from the Muslim community. But the assumption would be that the support of BJP would compensate for their exit. The second option is joining an enlarged UPA. KCR has been a Congress ally in the 2004 Lok Sabha elections and AIMIM has supported the Congress consistently in the past until their breakup towards the end of UPS tenure. Jagan Moon Reddy is from the Congress fold and has said that he harbors no ill will towards the party. Therefore, KCR's diplomacy could lead to some kind of a post-poll deal with the Congress. It could involve the formation of a 2004-style UPA government in which the Congress acts as a first among equals in a government dominated by regional parties. A strong commitment to federalism, pro-poor policies and support for minorities and other oppressed sections could be the cornerstones of such an enlarged UPA government. The third option is becoming part of the NDA. This would be a complete deal-breaker for OVC's AIMIM and a difficult choice for TRS and YSRCP. Both the parties have benefited from the overwhelming support of minorities and Dalits and supporting the BJP could cause them politically. But if the BJP and its pre-poll allies get 240 seats or more, the TRS and YSRCP might not have much choice but to support a Narendra Modi government and in return secure some concessions for their respective say, states. The enemy number one. KCR's diplomacy with non-BJP parties as well as his solidarity with Jagan Mohan Reddy is motivated primarily by one factor, their mutual dislike for TDP Supremo Chandrababu Naidu. Naidu has cleverly understood that the public opinion in Andhra Pradesh is decisively against Modi and he pitched himself as the foremost anti-BJP voice in the state. As a result, Reddy was also forced to adopt an anti-BJP posturing as was evident from the two separate no-confidence motions against Modi attempted by the two parties. Through his diplomacy, TDP Chief Chandrababu Naidu has already won the goodwill of key opposition players like Mamta Banerjee and Arvind Kejriwal and he is said to have a decent equation with Congress President Rahul Gandhi as well. 
KCR and Jagan don't want to concede this space to Naidu and that's why the Telangana chief minister has initiated his own outreach with opposition parties. Their fear is that if Naidu is defeated in Andhra Pradesh, he could still emerge as a kingpin of a Congress-backed third front government or a Congress-led government at the center and become an even bigger figure than both of them. Their offer to the Congress would be simple. Why deal with Naidu when we have more numbers than him? KCR's diplomacy has just begun and he is likely to reach out to the DMK as well as other regional parties. Of course, how much bargaining power he has would depend on how the numbers stack up on 23rd May.